Thank you for listening to Kingdom Dynamics. You are a new creation Christian, which means you stand in heaven and on earth at the same time. You're actually a spirit man that'll live forever, wrapped in a body. As you see what the Father's doing and do it, as you hear what the Father's saying and say it, you literally bring heaven to earth. I'm here to release you to be who you really are. Enjoy listening and don't forget to share it. Hey, this is Jonathan and welcome back to Kingdom Dynamics, which is a mission or a ministry or an activity of the Holy Spirit. Did you know that the Holy Spirit doesn't only give gifts in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 where it talks about the uh, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. A lot of us have missed this part, which is really exciting. Um, so it actually says, There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. And then in verse 7, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Whoa, I don't know if you caught that, but we have focused so much on the gifts of the Spirit. We've actually created a doctrine and a theology that doesn't really exist. Like a lot of the doctrines and, and teachings, they're not, you know, they're true and they're biblical, but they're not kingdom because we often misinterpret things. For example, the Lord's Prayer, yes, it's how to pray, but it's also an invasion prayer. It's actually a military declaration of invasion. We call the parables which Jesus himself said are all about the kingdom, but we give them names like the prodigal son. No, it's not about the prodigal son. It's about the kingdom, you know, or the, you know, everything in the Bible is about the kingdom of God. And we actually preach the wrong gospel sometimes. And so this podcast called Kingdom Dynamics is actually about understanding the kingdom of God. Because Jesus Christ said, this is the parable that you need to understand all parables, and that was the parable of the sower. That was the parable of the kingdom, and the kingdom is seed. And the Bible says that if we don't um, have good soil, the soil that receives the seed and and understands it. What does that mean? That's applying the word, believing it and receiving it and applying it and working it out and remaining in Christ and applying his word, obeying his commandments, it's actually a continuation and it's growing and it's watering and it's growing and it's watering. And so we need to understand the kingdom. Now here today I'm going to um, expose a little bit of vulnerability here and put put it out there because this is a... a uh, sermon of mine um, at a church that I used to lead, actually. Um, and to be honest, I I believe God shut down the church uh, because of this. Um, the church continued for a, a number of years, and uh, my wife and I um, completed our, our five-year commitment, and the church that 
um, founded uh, this particular campus of their church, decided that they did not want to do multiple campuses anymore and changed their policy and also left the movement that they were in that was heavily growing uh, church plants. So there was a whole bunch of reasons why um, it didn't continue. But my wife and I were faithful and we did we did our five years. Um, but this is definitely one of those services where where God really turned up in power. And I remember, I remember feeling, I, I, could, I don't know if you've ever been so filled with the Holy Spirit that it's like you feel like you, you're like Neo. You can just see everything that's going on. Um, it was a very powerful experience. And um, you can hear me in this recording, like I, I'm literally wailing, like, I'm screaming into the microphone and sc- I was paralyzed. You know, I've heard a lot of people talk about, you know, the power of God and and how the power of God was so intense that they thought they were going to die. Now, I'd heard people say that and I had actually told God and said, God, I just, I, you know, I'd made up my mind. I'd predetermined I'm not going to resist the power of God. Like when the power of God comes on me, I'm not going to tell God to stop, even if I think I'm going to die, even if I think my brain's going to explode. And so this actually happened and, and the power of God was just pulsing through my body. I was just par- literally physically paralyzed, but on one side of my body. So one side of my body I couldn't move, the other I could. Um, I was on the floor and and I totally understand the congregation. Like it was, it would have looked like I had totally lost the plot, um, you know, but, but I hadn't lost the plot. I totally had it all together. I was totally conscious of everything that was happening. Um, but if you listen to my words, it's actually the kingdom of God message. It's actually the gospel of the kingdom. And I was preaching the gospel of the kingdom and I was preaching um, so much understanding. So I'd, I'm going to add that to this podcast. Um, it goes for 30 minutes and it's beautiful. There are some beautiful moments of worship um, in there and there's incredible insight from the Holy Spirit. He was, you know how you pray, God, just use me. God, just speak through me. That's he answered my prayer. That was this is God. This and he broke my body like it, I couldn't handle it. I actually couldn't handle it. And in fact, just before I lose it, just before I start screaming, um, I say something like, um, you know, uh, you know, this is too much for me, or um, I can't remember what I say, but I basically talk and preach. And God, I just, I literally am just doing what I see the Father doing. I'm saying what I hear the Father saying. And that leads me to a place of encounter, and it leads me to a place of power, and a place of such a manifestation of power that I. I felt like I was going to die. Like I just was paralyzed and I couldn't, I would, I just, my, my body couldn't handle it. I was screaming and, and I don't blame the congregation. Like I would have looked like a total lunatic. Like I, it totally looked like I had lost the plot. Um, 
and and but the thing is i you know god was there and and there are some people in my life to this day who were in that service and they are my friends and they respect me and they pr- ask me to pray for them um and they res- i believe that God was looking to bless that church, and I really believe that that was a test. I, I I believe that God was was asking the church, you know, do you really want me? You know, do you really want me? Do you really want me? Do you want my power? Do you want my victory in your life? Like, do you really want to lose your life and and follow me? Like, and and his power is there. And I, you can hear me in this recording. Like, I tell people, don't touch me because <laughs> I'm tell. Like, <laughs> I totally understand. Like Jesus, you know, telling Mary, like, don't touch me because I haven't, you know, ascended to my Father. Like, it sounds like what, but I, I seriously, I really believed in that moment. Like, I had. S- so much power going through my body. I felt like I was so close to God. I really thought, I really thought that if someone touched me, that they might, if they had any sin in their life, that they would actually die. Like, I don't know if you understand, like it was, it was so powerful. Um, but at the same time, and, and, you know, it might've been a bit confusing because at the same time, um, you know, the power of God was there. And I just, I just felt like, I felt like, any anybody who came forward for prayer would be instantly healed. Like it was glory realm, you know. It was like um, God was there, and no one could deny that there was something going on in the room. And it was very powerful. And I just wanted, you know, I just I think God just wanted people to come to the front. Do you know what I mean? Like I just, it was like Moses. It was like people were scared of Moses, but. But God just wanted to be with people, you know. He just always wants to be with people, and and sometimes I don't know we we're afraid to to really come to God. And that congregation, you know, like a lot of the people in that room left the church. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the people that we, we ended up moving into a cinema, and we had this huge cinema, and um, you know. You know, probably had like fifty people towards the end, which which isn't a lot, but it was beautiful. There was it was like that same service, you know, but every week, and it wasn't always in power, and it wasn't always in screaming, but there was the same unity and the same power of the spirit, and it was really amazing. But I feel like God, I feel like the people it really hurt God. Like I felt like the people didn't come forward for prayer and like if you listen to the message no one came forward like no one came forward <laughs> and as I, as I said I don't blame them but I feel like it was a test I feel like God was wanting to know you know and you know you know what I'm telling you what he wanted to he wanted to visit us you know this who knows where it could have gone you know maybe we could have had 10,000 members by now or a million but um or maybe god would have done something else but but he wanted to come and visit us and i really feel like it was a test and i feel like god's been waiting um and he's still going to do it he's still going to do it and i'm i'm bursting i'm busting for him to move not only like that but 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 more and every day um and i believe that he's been waiting for the for the right place where am i going to land because god's going to land and and i'm going to be there
rabbi, I don't know if they do this, but I saw like this, like a dreadlock, like a one of his hair, like tied his hair in a knot sort of thing. And they like maybe tie things to their hair. Um, and so what I saw was it was like he'd had this scripture written on a piece of paper and he'd sort of, I wish I was, if I was a girl or had daughters, I'd know this. They plait the hair and make it into, like twist it and twisted the scripture into the hair and then put a rubber band around it. And that scripture says that God has given us the ministry of reconciliation. And I just saw like this Jewish rabbi was like us. It was like Northern Connections. And it's like everywhere we go, we've got this scripture tied to our hair. It's like just one hair, like one plait of hair coming down the side. And what I saw was it was like every one of us were in the ministry of reconciliation. And so then I got this picture of James Bond, 007, who's in the ministry, MI2. That's his ministry. It's a department of the United Kingdom. The greatest empire to ever be around is the United Kingdom. We're living in a time under the greatest empire to ever, even bigger than Rome, 84 countries. And... Uh, As a minister, when he would do great exploits for his government, as we go and we do great exploits for our, our government, the government that's on his shoulders, the government that's on Jesus' shoulders, the government that's on our shoulders because we're the body of Christ. He's placed his government on our shoulders. That's why we need to be praying for the election. So as we go out, whatever we're doing, if we're nurses or doctors or pediatricians or doll bludgers <laughs> we've got this ministry of reconciliation and as we do great exploits after we do great exploits after we pray for the sick and see them recovered and, and give people money and they go who are you and like bond james bond we say christ jesus christ as we go out into the world as we go out two by two and one at a time carrying this ministry of reconciliation as we do great exploits for God, as we touch people for his government, he's on our shoulders. You see, the devil has no authority. Jesus made a public spectacle of him. <laughs> he has no authority and he's given us the authority. So wherever we go as agents of the kingdom of heaven, when we touch people, See, the Bible says that darkness did not comprehend the light. So as you touch people and bring the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of light to them, the devil has to go. The sickness has to go. The financial prosperity comes. The, the healing comes. We just have to obey. We just have to step out and touch that person, touch that family with the ministry of reconciliation that's already on us. And then we just say, when they ask, who, who is that? Who, what is it about you? Who, how did you heal me? How did God heal me then? And you just, you just tell them, it's Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. So we just thank you for that this morning, God. We thank you for the ministry of reconciliation. Thank you, Lord, that the government has been placed on your shoulders, Prince of Peace, Mighty God. So we thank you today.
Thank you, Lord. Gonna, we're just going to sing how great is our God. Just gonna, let's just press in. I feel like we just need to press in this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you all the praise, all the glory. How great is our God. Sing with me. sing with our heartbeat and with our voices. Is that all right? So we'll do that. So one more chorus with the piano and then we'll go a cappella. All right? Okay. All right. Let's go, everyone. open pat is that okay yeah I know (laughs) 
Thanks, guys. We're going to do this again a cappella, but what we're going to do is we're actually going to stamp our feet as well in time with the drums, right? Because we're enlisted in God's army and we have to be fools for Christ, okay? So if we're going to be ministers of reconciliation, we actually have to lose ourselves, lose our lives, die to ourselves. So we're going to do it again with a cappella. And Janit's the only one who's allowed to not use his feet. Okay, so let's just declare it. As you sing, how great is our God, it's that all will see. It's that all will see how great is our God. So we're going to be speaking it over the people that we're going to meet this week. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go. Thank you, Lord. This really resonates with me. Can I just share? I just, as um, Jonathan was just speaking about stamping, I just, you know, there is actually something very powerful in just sending out a vibration. You know, it's like apparently our our sounds that are springing off the earth go up into space and years later they can be picked up, right? Radio frequencies, all sorts of things. There's vibrations that we actually send out as we stamp our feet together. And it's very much army-like. And at this time, you know, it's, it feels a bit like a season of warfare, doesn't it? Even the natural realm, even the weather is feeling choppy and shifty. And I feel like, you know, in this, the lead up to this um, election as well, we want the, the, the will of the Lord to be done in our land here. So let's just join together. Let's, yes. as we stamp our feet, just to sense the vibrations that we're putting out. We're taking ground, we're claiming ground for the glory of Jesus yeah. in Australia. So let's sing it. How great is our God, sing with me, how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God. Put it out there. How great is our God. Sing with me, how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God. Sing is the name above all names. You're the name above all names. You are worthy of all praise. And my How great is our God last time? How great is our God? Sing with me, how great is our God? And oh, see how great, how Yes, Lord. Just keep clapping. Just 
Let's just praise Jesus this morning. Father, we worship you. We lift you up with a joyful sound, Lord. With a joyful sound, Lord. With songs in our heart, Lord, to you. God, let it, let it go forth from this place. Let it go forth from our bodies, God. Thank you, Jesus. You will thunder through the lands, Lord. Does anyone have a word from God or a song to sing or an action to enact? Don't have to make, don't make one up, but if you have one, we'd love to see what the Father's doing, hear what he's saying. This is exciting. Why don't you just shake it off? Shake off yourself. Just get a new skin this morning in Jesus. That's great. Awesome. Thank you, Lord. Why don't you just breathe in the Holy Spirit this morning? Thank you, Lord. We welcome you this morning. Holy Spirit, you live inside of us. Our body is the temple. The ark of the covenant moving around the earth. Jesus Christ living inside of us. The hope of glory. Thank you, Lord, for the hope of glory. The hope of glory. The fullness of God living inside of man. Living inside my tent, Lord. My tent is open. Come in, Lord Jesus. Come in. The door to my heart is open. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that people see you through us this morning, God. Thank you that your eyes are a flame of fire, so our eyes are a flame of fire. Your feet are varnished bronze, Lord. Our feet are like varnished bronze, Lord. Our voice is the sound of many rushing waters this morning, Father God. And a sword is coming out of our mouth, Father God. A sword of your spirit, a sword of truth, Lord, as we eat you, Jesus, as we eat your word, as we consume you this morning, as we hear from the word of God, as we hear from the word of God in our hearts, Lord, as we read the Bible during the week, Lord, that we're washed with the water of the word, Lord, you're preparing your bride, washing us clean, Lord, with your word. And then we go out and we speak and it cuts to the heart, Father God, it cuts to the heart, not in... Not in offence, Lord, but in conviction of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the divine partnership. Thank you that you've figured it all out, Lord. And all we have to be is ourselves. Thank you there's freedom to be ourselves this morning, Jesus. Just with your eyes closed, feel free to raise your hands just to to heaven, just raise your hands to God if you feel led to this morning. The Bible says to lift up holy hands. If you have holy hands, you can lift them up. Let's just, what I want to do with our eyes closed, just for a moment of privacy to be with you, just to, we do this sometimes for avoid embarrassment, but sometimes it's just to be with your own thoughts. You don't have to think about, you know, Anything that you can see with your eyes, just right this moment, just it's just you and God in your own thoughts because we have the mind of Christ. So just with your eyes closed, let's just invite Jesus into our hearts again this morning. Let's just say, Jesus, come in. Jesus, come in. We invite you, Lord. Come into my heart. Let's just say that this morning. If you're a Christian, come into my heart. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. 
Hallelujah. If you're not a Christian this morning, you can say that. Come into my heart. When he comes in, he cleanses you from all your sin. His blood is enough. His blood can cleanse us. Jesus. I feel like God is saying, see, I have seated you in heavenly places this morning. See, I have seated you where angels even fear to come. See, I have seated you with me in Christ in the heavenly realms. You are with me high above all principality and power. You are with me above all might and dominion. You are with me above your circumstances. Do you hear me this morning? Lord, we thank you that we have inherited the kingdom of God. Jesus, wash it over us this morning. Lord, purge us this morning of every evil thought, Lord, of every everything that doesn't come into alignment with your word this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. We are seated with him in heavenly places. He said, if you will only ask, I will give it to you. Heaven is open. It is my good pleasure to give you the kingdom. If you ask for bread, I will not give you a stone. I pour out my spirit without measure, without measure. Can you feel it? Can you hear the sound of heaven coming? It's coming. He says, my glory will fill the earth as a water covers the sea. Jesus, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We invite you in. Fill us now. Fill us to overflowing. You are a vessel of honor. You are a vessel of honor. You are a chosen people. You are a chosen generation. I will fill you with my glory. Will you receive his glory this morning? Will you let him arise in you? You arise in us, Lord. Let our light shine, Lord, this morning. Jesus, as heaven comes to earth, earth comes to meet him in heaven. Jesus. The sons of God will be revealed in this day, says the Lord. I'm crying out for my people. And I'm praying that my people would cry out for me. Because I'm coming. I'm coming with the host of heaven, 10,000 times 10,000, angels as far as the eye can see. I'm coming, I'm coming with terror, the terror of the black clouds of my glory. Holy, you're holy. Angelic hosts, Lord, bringing you glory.
For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. But for the joy, but for the joy. deliverance right now come to the front don't come to me I'm not doing anything I swear come right now 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 come to the waters and drink my banquet table is ready his banquet table is ready don't touch me just come to the don't touch me just come to the front just come up the front where the carpet is and just open your hearts to Jesus Jesus, we just give you all the praise and the glory due to your name because you are high and lifted up. You are high and lifted up. Thanks, guys. You can take a seat. You can stay if you want to stay, but you can take a seat. 
Hallelujah. How are you, mum? <laughs> you want to give me a hug? <laughs> Do you want to say something? Or? I was just going to say something before that I went to the Jason Westerfield conference yesterday and it was just amazing. The glory was so thick, people couldn't stand up and... But just a couple of really practical things he said that stuck with me was how you spend your time is how you spend your life and how you spend your life is how you spend his life. So his life in us. So how we spend our time is how we spend our life. And there was one other thing that was really stuck in my mind that was a new revelation for me. I mean, I I was brought up a Catholic then I became an atheist and all, all sorts of things, new age, until I found Christ. But he said, we are the bride and Jesus loves the bride and we're all his bride and we must never point the finger at another denomination, at any other Christian denomination. We're all one spirit. And I had to repent of that. <laughs> so I just thought I'd share that. Thank you. Wonderful. Well done. I think we can move on. Gee, this. Ah, I'm just practicing at this, so I'm not sure what to do next. But I think there's a river up the front here. So if you need healing or anything, I tell you, heaven's open. There's instant answer to prayer. I believe. I just. I don't know, but I think there's something happening up the front here. So feel free to come up. Do I have any visitors this morning? (laughs) We won't welcome visitors, but they're welcome. We welcome visitors. We'll go to John chapter 1, verse 17. You can do that too if you want, Dan. This is such a great scripture, easily overlooked. I've overlooked it before and I just love it. John chapter 1, verse 17. Aaron's going to get up and preach in a minute, but I love this scripture. It says in John chapter 1, verse 17, it says, For the law was given through Moses, and the law had a glory, didn't it? The law had a glory of its own. It had a level of glory, but there are levels of glory. Glory to glory, strength to strength. The law had some glory, enough glory for Moses' face to shine and for people to be afraid of going up the mountain and all that, although God was there, which was pretty cool. For the law was given through Moses. The law had glory. The law was given through Moses. But, I love this, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. (laughs) I love that. Grace and truth. Grace is like the power to change. Unmerited favor. See, the law was, you know, no one could obey the law, but grace and truth, grace and truth. And there's this, I think Paul alludes to this new level of glory. There was a level of glory in the law, but there's a more glory for us having had the Holy Spirit living inside of us. So rather than having to tick off all these boxes that we could never fulfill, we want to obey the law now. And that has more glory. 
And truth is the Holy Spirit who lives inside us. He's the spirit of truth. So grace and truth came from Jesus Christ. So we thank you, God, for grace and truth. I just um, felt as we share uh, in giving to God this morning, um, so we, we won't collect uh, the offering quite yet, but we'll get ready for it. So thank you, service team. Um, I felt like God said, just to, just to talk about yourself for a minute. So just for a couple of minutes. Um, so first point is I'm addicted to the power of God. I really want to experience God. I don't just want to know him in my head. I want to know him in my heart, in my experience. And that's how I got saved. I walked into a church building not unlike this one as a non-Christian, as mum said, new age, didn't go to church or except for maybe Christmas and a bit of dabbling in Sunday school as a little one. No one invited me. No, maybe my cousins were praying for me, my uncle and auntie. I walked into a building like this just by accident or by, the, by God drawing me and I just felt so much power in that building and the worship and I was crying. Ah. So my first encounter with God was power. So I love that. The second thing I encountered, and it took me two years to get here, two years of like, oh, the devil's over there and oh, God's over there and who knows, 